with a closer look at the news and events affecting Prince George. Welcome to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Well, listening to the weather forecast, it sounds like it's definitely going to be starting to cool off in the next little while. Means you might want to start thinking about spending a little bit more time at things indoors. And one of those events is actually starting a week from today, the Leap Conference for Women. Sarita Parmar joins us again. Good morning, Sarita. Good morning. Good morning. How yes. are you? Not too bad. Now, do, do you get scared when people say it's a week away? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I'm at the point now where I'm like, you know, I, I, I we've put a lot of effort into this. Mm-hmm. And whatever doesn't get done, we'll just have to put it on the list for next year's conference. <laughs> so, I'm ready to enjoy it now. <laughs> oh, good. Kind of kind of a nice feeling. We're still a week to go, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, the truth is, uh, I think like anything, in el- anything else in life, my mantra is one thing at a time, one day at a time. Yeah. Right? And uh, it's funny, at home I've got a whiteboard, and on there I have a quote that says, or just a little uh, note that says, prioritize and execute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and that's what I've been doing, my friends. Yeah. So, um, I mean, hey, if you ask me tomorrow, you might get a completely different answer, <laughs> right? I might be, like, pulling out my hair. It's just uh, projects like this, you know, I, I think anybody that has some experience with planning an oh. event, they know it's a up and down process, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and what happens, of course, is you plan for everything that could go wrong, except the one thing yeah. that does. Yeah. yeah. And like they say, if something's going to go wrong, it's not what you're planning. It's something that'll just, like in life, hit you yeah. randomly at 3 p.m. on a Tuesday and you weren't even expecting it. So. I think, uh, you know, we've done a phenomenal job. Like, you know, I shared with with the listeners last time, mm-hmm. we've got um, some phenomenal speakers lined up. It's at the Coast Hotel. And people have an option to purchase tickets in person or virtually. Yeah. And I've got some people who are attending in person, but they can't make all of it. Mm-hmm. And so they'll be catching some of it virtually. Okay. Um, yeah, so, if, you know, and if you're not able to make it at all, I've got some people who, you know, they're out of work, like they're out of town for work, and mm-hmm. they'll be occupied. Um, the, everybody that registers will have access to speaker recordings for 30 days as well. Wow, that's yeah. good. Now, do you know, is there anybody who has registered for the conference from out of town who has told you they're not going to be in town, like they're not even coming in to stay at a hotel or anything, they are going to be out of town watching everything remotely. Oh, lots of people from all all over northern British Columbia. Mm -hmm. Yep, I've even got a couple from uh, further south. But, you know, the event is, and, and, you know, one thing I'll say too, like, yeah, it is geared towards women, but I've got some men who registered too, and I think that Mm -hmm. is fantastic. And, you know, there's something, the the truth is, obviously I'm biased, but, you know, if I take a step back, there is something for everybody. Mm -hmm. We're bringing in speakers, professional speakers, who are delivering workshop-style presentations. You know, I talked about, uh, we've got two amazing keynotes lined up. One is Dr. Nadine Carone from from Mm -hmm. our area. Um, And we also have a best-selling author by the name of Samra Zafar, who is a child bride from Pakistan, 
survivor of domestic abuse and has mm-hmm. gone and now she's like a student in like she's raised her two girls and she's a medical student yeah. <laughs> um, so she so she can get some tips from dr Caron. oh i, I guess so <laughs> hey there you go a lot of this is networking and connections yeah. right so in addition to the content and learning which you know it's a that that's a large part of what this conference is mm-hmm. anybody who comes we want them to walk away with tools that they can apply in their personal and professional life right yeah. um in their business in their career um networking um, there's, you know, job opportunities. If you're looking for a job, maybe you're looking to become an entrepreneur. Maybe you want to partner with somebody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's funny because retirement doesn't have the same meaning that it used to. Now people might retire from a job, but they go on to become consultants or do some side hustles or mm-hmm. contract work, right? So here's an amazing opportunity to connect with other organizations that are out there. Um, we're also going to be having fun stuff like door prizes, gift bags. I've lined up a professional photographer for headshots as well. Oh, good. Yeah, a lot of fun goodies. Yeah. And now, the Leap Conference, as you said, it's not just for women. There's some stuff there that men can take advantage of as well. The Absolutely. other thing is, it's not just for Northern BC, is it? This is information that applies to everyone. Absolutely. And, you know, like I said, it's uh, the LEAP Conference for Women. And, of course, you know, we're, we're targeting it towards women, targeting it, targeting it towards women in our region. Yeah. And, you know, you'll, you'll have heard me say this before, but a lot of times we think about when somebody says professional development, we think of leaving town. We leave, mm-hmm. think of leaving northern B.C., heading to Vancouver, heading to Calgary or Toronto, you know, we're working super hard to bring something phenomenal for the people of Prince George and area. And so, uh, t- and I will say today's the last day to register for tickets. Oh. If anyone's interested, okay. you until midnight tonight. Other than that, you're out of luck and you'll have to wait till next year. So you don't want to miss out. No. Now, I guess we'll do this again before the end of the session. What is the, how do they register for tickets? You will head on over to leapconferenceforwomen.com. Okay. All the details are there. You'll see an itinerary there. You'll see our speakers, our topics. Yeah. And now they've got the option of being in-person or virtual. I'm guessing, though, there is a limit on how many in-person seats you can sell. How close are you? There is. That's a really good... You know, we actually, we've got quite a few seats left. Okay. Um, yeah, we are at about, I want to say we're approaching 200, mm-hmm. and the venue holds over 200. Okay, so... so. yeah, and you, you, yeah, so, and there is absolutely room for people to register today. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, yeah, you've got until midnight, so yep. it'll be pretty phenomenal. And again, you can do a mix and match. You know, yeah. maybe you're like, I can only, the, the conference itself is October 25th to the 27th. Yeah. Hey, maybe you're like, shoot, the 26th is the only day that works for me. Mm. Purchase a ticket. We'll feed you lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Make yes. some contacts and catch the rest virtually from your desk. There's the, there's the greatest incentive, isn't it? We'll feed Absolutely. you lunch. <laughs> Oh, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> hey, whatever whatever helps bring you out. We're here to help people learn, grow, connect. So, And I'm, the other thing I'm thinking is somebody who knows that they are going to be fairly busy over all three days, 
they get the ticket, they look at the schedule, and they basically say, okay, there's where Dr. Nadine Caron's going to be speaking. I want to be there for that. The rest of it I'll catch virtually, or as you were saying, they've got 30 days after the conference to catch exactly. all the speakers. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty powerful stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, I think any time you can learn from somebody, why not? Mm-hmm. And that's the whole purpose. When we look at the speakers, we intentionally you know, ask them to design workshops where people can walk away from the conference mm-hmm. with act- like actionable tips, yeah. right? This isn't, let's all get together, rah, 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 this is amazing. Heck, mm-hmm. it's going to be that too. But, but yeah. <laughs> when you leave, you rest assured you will leave with tools you didn't have before. And I think that's the phenomenal part, right? Now, is there any kind of a trade show or anything like that associated with the LEAP conference? Absolutely. So, Uh again, check out the website. You know, we've Mm -hmm. got some amazing sponsors, amazing corporate sponsors, um, and there will be some exhibitor booths. And some of our speakers are authors, Mm best-selling authors, They'll have books to sell there, too, and do book signings for those who are interested. So it'll be pretty fun. Like, fun and uh, the energy is something I think you don't want to miss. And, you know, anybody interested in purchasing virtual tickets, it isn't just the speaker content you would have Mm. access to. We've got some fun goodies for people attending virtually because, you know what? Networking is a huge part of career development, growing your business. So we'll have opportunities for our virtual attendees to do some seed networking. So that's a pretty cool thing through the online platform. Wow. Yeah. And now this is something. Now, last year you did you did almost the same thing, didn't you? You had the hybrid last year as well. Yeah, absolutely. We did. Yeah. But it's la- not going away. We don't want to exclude no. anybody who can't come in person or who isn't yet comfortable in person, yeah. right, for, for different reasons. But I'm thinking last year it was, say, more virtual than in person. This year, probably more in person than virtual. You got it. Yeah. Okay. Last year, I would say we had 80% virtual and mm. 20% in person. And I will tell you a large part of that was because of the COVID restrictions yes. by the health authority. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we did have interest for virtual uh, in person last year as well. Yeah, but we did have to cap it off. Yeah. So this year, um, it's actually the opposite. Mm-hmm. I've got about eighty percent in person and twenty percent virtual. Wow. Yeah. Well, of course, some of the in person people might be in person for some of it, and then exactly. going virtual for others. But that's besides yeah. the point. Now, yeah. are all of the speakers in person? All of my speakers are in person. Yep. Okay. All seven of them. Yeah, yeah, because that, again, was something over the last couple of years. Yeah. You had groups that had conferences and stuff like that, and some of the speakers were doing it via Zoom, yeah. basically. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, and I will throw out there, as long as the airlines cooperate with us, Alan, <laughs> we- <laughs> and if they don't, I've got a backup plan. Then they'll just have to get a room and uh, at the at the airport, get a secure airport lounge area, yeah. and uh, call us in virtually. Call it in, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it sounds as if everything is moving ahead really well with the Leap Conference for Women. Um, Sarita... Once again, what's the website that people have to go to between before midnight tonight to register? 
Uh, yeah, for sure. Please, please check out leapconferenceforwomen.com. If you're on the fence, um, <laughs> hey, just uh, register. Take the leap. <laughs> hey. That's our tagline, hey, over here for the Leap Project. Take the leap. Uh, leapconferenceforwomen.com. Mm-hmm. All the details are there. If there's something somebody has questions about and they're not able to find the information, my contact information is on there as well. Perfect. As well, excuse me. But please head on over to the website, leapconferenceforwomen.com, and, and see you there, hopefully. Okay. Leap Conference for Women, Sarita Paramar, one of the main organizers, starts next Tuesday. I hate to keep bringing that up, but I have to. Yeah. <laughs> Runs until Thursday. All good. Yeah, okay. all good. Sarita? I'm, I'm, I'm already planning. I'm like, next year I'm going to do this differently. <laughs> next year I need to start this earlier. Yeah. But you know what? At the end of the day, it is going to be epic. Yes. You don't want to miss it. You know, how often do we have things like this in our community? No. We do. So come on out, show yeah. your support, so we can continue to make it bigger and better each year. Sarita Parmar, Leap Conference Woman, thank you very much for bringing us up to date on what's happening. Thank you for the opportunity to share and talk with your with your listeners. Okay. Take a quick break and be back with more after 9. Tune in on Sunday mornings at 8.30 for a Let the Bible Speak radio broadcast. This is Pastor Andrew Simpson, and each week on our program we will hear Christ Jesus being preached, gospel hymns being sung, and encouraging news from our churches in British Columbia. Our goal at Let the Bible Speak is to preach Christ in all His fullness to man in all his need. So tune in on Sunday mornings at 8.30 for Let the Bible Speak only here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Learn to love your smile again at Der Denture Center. Der Denture Center offers a full range of denture services from partial dentures to complete dentures. Same-day repairs are also available. Der Denture Center is located on the third floor of the Victoria Medical Building with easy elevator access. Come in for a free complimentary consultation. No referral required. For help with your existing set or if you need new, Der Denture Center in the Victoria Medical Building. Call 250-562-6638. Eat healthy and fresh at Homesteader Meats, founded by Ben and Rosella Clausen in 1982. Homesteader Meats has two premium quality meat and gluten-free products, plus Wednesday is Seniors Day at Homesteader Meats. Seniors 55 and over save 10% off regular prices. Single portions are available in most items, including pierogies and sausages, and are half-pound packages off ground beef, ground pork, stew meat, and meat pies. Everything from Erladen to Patties is at Homesteader Meats in two locations, College Heights and Park Hill Center. Forecast from Environment Canada, clearing and hazy this morning, becoming sunny this afternoon with a high of 16. Tonight, clear and hazy, becoming partly cloudy after midnight, a low of 2. For Wednesday, mainly cloudy, a 30% chance of showers and wind becoming southeast 20 in the afternoon, a high of 15. It's after 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. And one of the biggest annual events in Prince George for the arts community is coming up in the near future. I think I can safely say, joined now by Lisa Redpath with the Community Arts Council to talk about Studio Fair. Good morning, Lisa. Well, thank you, my friend. Yeah, we're coming up on the big day, three weeks out. Um, a thirty, uh, Sorry, a 45th annual. Wow. So that's a lot of years. That's a lot of years and a lot of community effort into this event. Yeah, now let's just go back over the past few years of Studio Fair because, again, you did not escape COVID. 
No, we didn't. So sadly, um, 2020 uh, was cancelled, but we we managed to come back in 2021 with mm-hmm. a, a scaled-down version right. for um, local um, artisans. Um, certainly wasn't the calibre that we had hoped, um, yeah. but it's what we had and it's what we could offer um, at the time. Um, but the, the good news is a new venue. Oh. Um, CN Centre was oh. uh, certainly tested in 2021, yes. and we are coming back with the full show wow. yeah, okay. for this year in 2022. And it is absolutely jam-packed with um, artists from all across the country and just some fantastic, amazing uh, creators. Now, I know from talking with some of the um, exhibitors at past studio fairs, there is almost like a circuit of fairs that they travel at about this time of year. Is that circuit pretty much back in place again this year? Is that what you're hearing? Definitely. Okay. It's the first uh, in yes. that stop for a lot of the national um, artisans, and then they go to Circle Craft and beyond mm-hmm. uh, from there for the Christmas season. So, you know, like I've said a million times, Prince George is a reunion. Yes. Right? Uh, for, for a lot of these out-of-towners, they love our community. Um, Prince George has always been so, so good to them. And and so we are, we're going to see back the, the favorites, the fisheries back, Creative mm-hmm. Ironworks is back, oh. um, Untamed Feast is back, um, Canadian Leather is back. So, you know, these are, these are the, the favorites that mm-hmm. certainly, along with many other amazing uh, artists, that we are very happy to host this year. Now, I don't think we've actually said one of the most important things. When? When? <laughs> <laughs> November 4th to the 6th at okay. CN Center, and yeah. we open the doors um, at 1 p.m. on the Friday, which is mm-hmm. a little bit different than studio fairs in the past. So 1 p.m. to 8 p.m., um, and then Saturday 10 to 6, and Sunday 10 to 4. Okay. And yeah, and, you know, I really want to give a, a big plug to our um, local organizations and um, guilds that also participate. You know, this is mm-hmm. this is our, this is the foundation of, of who we are. So to the, the quilters and the, the Federation of Canadian Artists, Artist Co-op, the Prince George Potters Guild, the Woodturners Guild, yes. Cyber Arts, PGSO, Cold Snap, BCNE, and Miracle mm-hmm. Theatre. Wow! Yeah, like we are, we are certainly very fortunate to have them a part of this event. Now, you say CN Center, so I just want to check: is it just the, shall we say the ground floor of CN Center, or are you going to be using the concourse as well? Every little bit of space I can find. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we we have the entire uh, ice level filled, the yep. concourse, um, the atrium, the lower concourse. Wow! Um, yeah, it, it, the response was just okay. phenomenal. Is, phenomenal. Is there going to be room for people to walk around and see the things, or have you crammed everything too full? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, plenty, plenty of space uh, for the community to come in. Obviously, there's no, um, you know, restrictions this year, no. so we're we're full out. We're back to business, and uh, and I'm really looking forward to it. So I hope everybody will come out and join us. Yeah. And support the arts community, um, you know, and not just the studio fair, but, you know, anything that is ticket-related in this town, whether it's Mm. theater, music, whatever, go out and buy a ticket to something. Yes. Even if you're not going to go see it, give it to somebody else, but Mm -hmm. buy that ticket. 
because we need the support. One thing I want to check on, as I cast my mind back many years to when I used to go to Studio Fair, partly because we were broadcasting from there, Mm -hmm. it seemed to me that when you were at the Civic Center, you kind of, for some of the years at least, you kind of split up the area a little bit. Like you would have a lot of the food people in one area, a lot of this type of people in another area. Are you doing that again at CN Center? We're, we're not. Okay. Uh, this, this year, certainly we're working towards that. This mm-hmm. is um, really a, a brand new mapping that yes. we're working with, and we're just trying to feel it out uh, for the first couple of years, and then probably we'll be making some adjustments to that. But, mm-hmm. however, yeah, the food will be there, and mm. We know Prince George loves its food, so we are, we are very, very happy to, to bring back the, you know, the, the, the artisans that, you know, just do amazing culinary work. So now you're going to have food vendors. Is there going to be a concession stand as well? Yeah, certainly oh, CN good. Center has um, their own concessions yeah. that will be open. Okay. Um, so no, nobody's going to go hungry at this event. Oh, good. <laughs> And again, some people might think, okay, I've done this in past years. This year, I'm, I'm going to be smart. I'm going to have something to eat before I go to the food vendors so that I'm not feeling hungry when I get there and buy $47,000 worth of stuff from each of them. Well, I, I highly encourage them to spend $47,000. <laughs> you, know, you know, we want our vendors to do well financially. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's important. So, you know... Um, I just hope they bring their appetites and their wallets. Yes. Now, did any of the vendors, because as you say, a lot of them know each other, of course, from previous studio fairs. Did you have any of them sort of make requests? Like, can you put me next to Jill because I haven't seen her for a couple of years and we can chat when we don't have customers? Yeah, some of that. Some mm-hmm. of that. Um, you know, the a lot of these vendors that have... Um, been with us for many years. This is this venue is new to them. Yes. So, yes. so they're just stepping into a brand new mm-hmm. um, atmosphere as well. Um, so, you know, there's always adjustments, and you know, for the traveling vendors, you know, ones that are just yes. on their own, we we like to accommodate certainly, um, you know, you know, friends and and people that they've met that they trust because mm-hmm. you know something they have to leave their booth and there's somebody to sort of watch yeah. it right so um yeah they they certainly build a lot of relationships when they're on the road for, mm-hmm. for the Christmas season. now here's a big question i don't know if you've gotten it from any of the traveling vendors coming in but it's something to maybe keep in mind when they get there give them a map showing them where the restrooms are very important. Yes. Oh, very important. <laughs> I mean, not quite as important as where the concession stand is, but still, if you're going to be at your booth from 10 until 6 on Saturday, the odds are at some point you're going to want a restroom. This is true. Yeah, the, the basic necessities of life will be provided for them. Oh, good. No worries. No worries. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, a mission is $5, and okay. that goes to uh, support the arts community all year long and all mm-hmm. our programming. Children under 12 are free, and we really encourage people, and we did this last year, to please bring an item for the food bank. Right. We, we filled 170 banana boxes Oof. for St. Vincent's, and that was... Not all with bananas. 
Yeah, that was that was the record uh, ever wow. donated. Yeah. Um, so, um, do I have a personal goal of um, of beating that? Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, you know, Prince George is a very generous community. Um, so, support the arts and then support the food bank. Um, you know, it is it is this this event is community based. Um, and you know we've always we've always been very mindful to take mm-hmm. care of you know those groups that just you know that that just do amazing work in the community um, all year long. So now, can yeah. people buy tickets in advance, or is it just at the door? Just at the door. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Doors open at one o'clock Friday, mm-hmm. so be there at about eleven thirty to avoid the rush of tickets. Um, well, we open to the public <laughs> at one o'clock, oh, so see. one o'clock on the Friday. Okay. So um, yeah, so yeah, twelve twelve thirty. We we hope to see a lineup. We certainly did in twenty twenty one. I had a little tear in my eye as I'm, you mm-hmm. know, as we were very very um, anxiety stricken yeah. over what this was going to look like. But as we saw the lineup grow and grow, I was like, oh, oh, my, mm-hmm. the community, they're here for us, right? They're, they're here for, you know, for the arts, um, you know, for arts and entertainment in general. And we were so happy to see that. Now, was the lineup as long as some of the ones we saw a few years ago over at the Civic Center? Well, <laughs> it's, it's a, if the lineup's so long, they will go quickly, yes. right? You know, yeah. uh, we certainly are... Are mindful of, of making sure that that um, of that that ticket booth moves along quickly. So um, I can't promise anything, no. but you know, okay, yeah. Oh, and I did, oh. I did want to mention our fifty fifty. We'll be having oh. uh, I support the arts fifty fifty okay. as well uh, at this event. So. You know, uh, we love giving money away, mm-hmm. so I encourage people to come out and buy some tickets. Okay. Lisa Redpath with the Community Arts Council, Studio Fair coming up beginning in November. If people want more information, where can they go? Oh, you can go to um, studiofair.ca. Mm-hmm. Um, that's our official website. Or just give us a call here at the Arts Council, 563-2880, and we can fill you in with anything you need to know. Great. Lisa, thank you very much. Great, thanks. Okay, take a quick break and be back with more after 9. Worthy Warriors, a bra collection campaign is on through the end of the month at Modern Match Lingerie. You're urged to donate new and gently used washed bras at 1552 Quinn Street starting tomorrow from 11 to 6 to help women living in poverty. Modern Match Lingerie will be collecting donations all month long. Cash donations will also be accepted. Modern Match will also donate $1 from every October sale to the campaign. Worthy Warriors, a bra collection for those in need starting tomorrow from the United Way of Northern BC. BC's number one event for women is back. The 2022 Leap Conference for Women is scheduled for October 25th to 27th at the Prince George Coast Hotel by APA. Hundreds of attendees, seven expert speakers, and more than 15 hours of learning, networking, and fun. Tickets are on sale now at leapconferenceforwomen.com. Attend in person or virtually the 2022 Leap Conference for Women, October 25th to the 27th at the Prince George Coast Hotel by APA. 
The Prince George and Bulkley Valley Community Foundations are partnering for the next round of the Investment Readiness Program. The program offers eligible social enterprises in northern B.C. funding to allow them to create, manage, and expand in order to prepare to receive investment. Groups including charities, nonprofits, co-ops, and social enterprises can be eligible for $10,000 to $75,000 through the program. Applications for the next intake must be submitted by November 22nd. For more information on the Investment Readiness Program, go to pgcf.ca. The Prince George Symphony Orchestra production of German Winds on Saturday will be the first chance for the public to experience the Knox performance space in its renovated configuration. It is a chamber social, so there's table seating, appetizers, and a cash bar. There are fewer musicians, making for a more intimate setting. German Winds presents an array of strings and wind music, including the opportunity to meet some of the PGSO's new principal string players. German Winds by the PGSO Saturday at Knox performance space, 1448 Fifth Avenue. Ticket details at pgso.com. Featuring the people who make things happen in Prince George, you're listening to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. And I suspect on Friday's show, the panel will probably still be discussing the election, the municipal election from the weekend a fair bit. A little bit. We're hoping hoping to have the new mayor on. Oh, okay. Rez is uh, contact, reaching out to him to see if he's available. Uh, now, that being said, uh, technically he doesn't take office till next no, month. Sometime, sometime in November. Yeah, yeah. mid-November is yeah. when the, when he gets sworn in because there's the whole transition period right now for, yeah. for uh, the new councillors. And, yeah. and technically we will have one of the new councillors on the show later this week. Uh, yeah, I have to make sure that she's going to be available <laughs> to our, our our very own Trudy Clausen yes. getting elected. Yes, and uh, I, I think that'll probably change the scope of her Thursday mornings as well. Yes, I'm pretty sure it'll be a little more uh, city focused, which is good. Yeah, because we've kind of been lacking on that, uh, no. not booking as many councillors on a regular councillors or no. even the mayor on, yeah. a, on a regular basis, but or even members of city staff. Because we keep hearing well, a lot well, of that too, yeah. yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens, and yeah. we'll sit down and talk to her about uh, yeah. how to change or how to move forward with her show now that she's a counselor. That yeah. uh, will definitely give it a, a different uh, point of view for sure. Yeah. Now, my question that I had for Steve actually earlier today as well, because he'll be here tomorrow or on Thursday. When she comes in, do we bow or genuflect, or how do we do this? <laughs> well, Steve can bow. Okay. I'll have to give her yeah. some notes and uh, yeah, some ideas. No, no. And um, But one thing, because, again, on After 9 yesterday, mm-hmm. where it was basically a panel for the full hour, they discussed the municipal election. Yes. Except they missed out one rather important portion of it. Yeah, they didn't touch on the school no. board at all. And, and there is one that's really changing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you had the two incumbents that ran for council and got on. Yeah. Uh, two, uh, two of the Prince George incumbents who ran, yeah. uh, re-ran, and only one getting on. So then you had four new reps yeah. for the Prince George area. Because one of the other former trustees stepped down, Cheryl Warrington. Yeah. Uh, and retired, if, if you yes. will. Yes. And I am trying to remember with the outlying areas, 
are both of them? I believe they were both incumbents. Okay. Well, one is a, as we would say, a true incumbent. The other one yeah, is the like one a seven was or eight the same as, uh, like Milton Mahone, yes. Mahoney, where uh, uh, the one out in, in Robson Valley, I think, was no, it was that, McKenzie. No? Oh, okay. Yeah, and so that was a short term that yes, that, uh, that incumbent or trustee had been in. Yeah. So. But even so, you've got three of the seven who have served for any time at all on a school board. Yeah, and only one that has had a full term. So you have uh, four new people. Yeah, four uh, new people from the city. Yeah. That'll and, be interesting. Yeah. And yep. uh, and obviously, they are going through a lot of changes there as well. Yes. Some of them. And the thing with them is a lot of what their changes are are more enforced, if you well, will, by the you, provincial government. You did uh, the interview with all yes. the candidates. Almost your, all. Well, most of them, yeah. yeah. Your thoughts on the, those that got in um, for the Prince George candidates? Betty, no well, surprise. Yeah, yeah I mean no the, new, yes. the new people. Uh, oh, boy. I'm trying now to remember who they were. <laughs> well, you're the one that wanted to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't do his homework. No. I am. I oh, uh, Craig Brennan. Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Been in the school district for a lot of years. Right. Yeah, a lot of experience there. Yes. And um, a very... I, what I found interesting was he, he and I had a very good chat. Mm-hmm. And when the mics were turned off, he said, A, he was surprised it was over already. Mm-hmm. And B, he said, that's the first time I've actually done an interview of that length. And that surprised oh, okay. me because he Has was... Has been, yeah. Yeah. But again, as a teacher, as a principal, he's obviously used to spe- te- yeah. speaking in public. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't generally do interviews. No. So uh, just a tip for future shows for you, our mm-hmm. uh, Good friend and volunteer Wayne Hughes brought oh, in this Lord. little uh, laptop here okay. that you know you can fire it up mm-hmm. and look up things like uh, the school trustees. Yes, so that you're not sitting there saying I, I don't know, I don't remember the names of those that got <laughs> in, and it's right well, there. Actually, I, I'm going to say one reason why I don't remember one of the names was actually the one who led the polls, Erica McLean. Oh. was one I didn't interview. Oh, okay. Had her schedule, and then she had to do something with her with one of her children. Oh, right, right, at right. At the time, remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. And that was that was late enough in the process that we couldn't reschedule. Right. So, but... Uh, well, that's interesting that she topped the polls. Yeah, without talking to me. I'm surprised. Well, did you read up on her resume, as it were? I why did so. she? Like, why did she top the polls? Because she got more votes than anybody else. See, you can't fool Are me. We ready for a break? You can't fool me. <laughs> you can't fool someone who is already a fool. Thank you. Okay, I am currently just opening this thing up. It takes a while in my... Here we go. Yeah, well, see, that's where I'm saying if you'd had the laptop... Because you you knew going into the break you needed to fill time. Yeah. You could have had the laptop ready. You could have looked up the information you needed and it would have been right there. Because, well, you've done a lot of talk shows with me. I never do a talk show without my laptop 
fired G- up. Yeah, Jillian Burnett mm-hmm. was one of the other ones to get in. See, the thing is, on the School for 57 website, they list all the candidates alphabetically. Alphabetically, yeah. They're all like that. So yeah. you don't uh, – well, actually, the city did put the ones that were yes. voted in at the top of their list. Yes. So – uh, that, uh, kudos to them for that. But yes, yeah, school district and regional district uh, th- didn't go that uh, didn't go no. that far. You had to do the math. But and regional district, it was pretty easy because there was usually just two people running. Or yeah, actually, oh. actually yeah. yeah. Well, actually, and then we've got another guest who's supposed to be calling in. Yeah. For so the rest of the show. so okay, let's do that. We'll be back with more after nine. Among the fall programs at Studio 2880 is Podcast 101 with Michael Cast. Learn how to develop your own audio channel on four consecutive Tuesday evenings starting November 8th. Registration and full details are available through Studio 2880. It's another cutting-edge program presented by Arts North, a division of Studio 2880. Podcast 101, four consecutive Tuesday evenings from 6 to 8 starting November 8th. Registration and full details are available through studio2880.com. The Elder Citizens Recreation Association is home to a wide variety of activities. Card players can take part in canasta, cribbage, and whist. The musically inclined can join the ukulele group or the forever young choir. And for those with an artistic flair, there's a craft group. Staying active is easy with yoga, tai chi, carpet bowling, and more. Please note that some activities are on summer hiatus until September. Stop by the Elder Citizen Recreation Center on 10th between Vancouver and Winnipeg for more information. The Prince George RCMP is requesting your help in locating a wanted person. 25-year-old Mercedes Marie Styler is wanted for theft under $5,000 and failing to comply with her probation. Ms. Styler is described as a Caucasian female, 5 foot 1, 130 pounds, with blonde hair and hazel eyes. If you have any information about Mercedes Marie Styler or her whereabouts, please contact the RCMP at 250-561-3300 or report anonymously to northernbccrimestoppers.ca. Forecast from Environment Canada, clearing and hazy this morning, becoming sunny this afternoon with a high of 16. Tonight, clear and hazy, becoming partly cloudy after midnight, a low of 2. For Wednesday, mainly cloudy, a 30% chance of showers and wind becoming southeast 20 in the afternoon, a high of 15. Thank you for tuning in and staying tuned to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. And again, a lot of events coming up, some of them we haven't seen for a couple of years. And I've got uh, Ken Byron with the Handy Circle Resource Society on the phone. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. How are you this morning? You sound very chipper. Uh, well, it's a brisk morning out there. Yes. I came to work in the open air. Okay. So you're awake. Now, I guess first question, because it's been a while since we've chatted with you guys, what is the Handy Circle Resource Society? Well, Handy Circle is a resource and information center for persons um, with a disability. Mm. Okay. Now, is there any, shall we say, restriction as to what the disability is, or is it for anyone? Okay. uh, When uh, you consider yourself um, part of that world, Mm -hmm. um, we can assist you and maybe empower you to overcome it. So, if I want, so a fair number of the people who are with Handy Circle might be also with another group in town, which may be designed more specifically for their disability. 
Uh, for any particularly disability, my particular mm. one is multiple sclerosis. Uh-huh. I don't focus on it no. because, well, we multiple sclerosis affects everybody. Yes. So now, who, who your clients are people with disabilities? Is there any sort of a definition of disability that you guys use? Well, disability in itself, uh, the definition of disability, we don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, so persons differently able, possibly, is good yes. terminology. Okay. And how long has the society been around in Prince George? We've been around at Prince George since Vivian Candy started it way back in the 1990s. Yes. So that's getting close to 30 years now. Getting close, yeah. Uh, actually, um, uh, Vivian was uh, presented with Rick Hansen's trophy in 1997, or mm-hmm. 1987. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was uh, a couple of years after that when idea came up, and Vivian and whoever was around her at the time um, decided on this building, which was probably the first accessible building in Prince George. Uh-huh. So now, where are you guys located, just for people who need to know? Excuse me. Uh, we're located at 490 Quebec Street in okay. Office 101. Okay. So 490 Quebec Street, and let's see, and we're at Quebec and Third, so you guys aren't that far from us. No, no, we're actually neighbors. Uh, we're uh, actually, if uh, we had a window, we could see the post office kitty corner to us. Okay. Now, so you've been in Prince George for that long. How many people are, how do you refer to them, clients of the society at this point? Yes, we're, they're their clients. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, friends of ours, actually. Yes. Now, about how many friends do you have in Prince George, then? I haven't looked into how many are on our Facebook page. Oh. Uh, there's a couple hundred on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say we get about 70 or 80 that are regular clients. Wow. And now, how often do you do you still get the occasional person who comes to you who is differently abled in a way that you had not dealt with before? In this world, there's always something mm-hmm. you haven't seen. Yes. Um, but we come across many, many of the diverse characters that we service. Yeah. And now, what kind of programs do you offer? Not specific events. We'll get into that a little bit later. But what kind of programs do you offer in Prince George? Well, we've got a bunch of computers. Mm-hmm. Um, with the computers, they're all hooked up online. When British Columbia was sporting the CAP sites, we were a CAP site, and we kept the computers so that people can access the Internet and do what they want. We can empower them to find out what they want mm-hmm. and help them with resources to find them, like Make a Change Canada. Um, mm-hmm. We've had several clients use Make a Change Canada to empower themselves to be better than, uh, let's say, disability. Mm-hmm. Now, how did COVID affect 
um, handy circle? Because obviously you can't get together. No, no. What we did was we research, we revised things. We went more to an online world. Mm-hmm. Um, people could have their taxes done. We actually that was the biggest part of our <laughs> of our drive throughout the pandemic was the taxes. Okay. Yeah, because I guess again, do a lot of. The people dealing with Henry Circle maybe don't realize what tax breaks they may be available, that they may be eligible for? Quite a few of them don't have the means at home. Mm, Okay. Um, You need a computer for one or a device, a cell phone or something. Mm -hmm. And there's quite a bit, quite a few people, particularly in the crowd that's older than myself, Mm -hmm. um, that aren't capable of using that technology right at the moment. Okay, Ken, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to keep talking about the Handy Circle Resource Society, but more specifically, we're going to focus on an event coming up called Can Do. Right on. That's what we came here for. After nine. This year's Festival of Trees is set for November 30th to December 4th at the Civic Center. The Spirit of the North Healthcare Foundation is taking what they learned over the last few years to infuse even more excitement and energy into the annual fundraiser. Tickets for all events this year will be available online starting Monday at spiritofthenorth.ca or by calling the Foundation office at 250-565-2515. The 22nd Annual Festival of Trees, November 30th to December 4th at the Civic Center. The North Central Seniors Association has regular activities in the basement of the College Heights Baptist Church, featuring yoga, photo club, and cards on Mondays, Tai Chi and pool on Wednesdays, and they also have monthly breakfast club meetings at Delano's and a weekly coffee social at Tim Hortons, not to mention special events each Saturday. It's a great way to hang out with friends old and new. Full details are available on their website, ncsapg.bravehost.com. The North Central Seniors Association, 5401 Moriarty Crescent. If you can power a computer, surf the web, and save a file, but are looking for a more advanced course in computer functions, the CNC's Microsoft 365 Boot Camps may be for you. These courses will teach you the foundations, as well as advanced skill in Microsoft's online office subscription platform. The courses are instructor-led, delivered online over seven hours with ongoing enrollment. For registration or more information, contact Continuing Education at CNC. On Sunday, October 9th, just before 7 a.m., Prince George RCMP responded to an alarm at a retail business in the 5200 block of Demano Boulevard. Frontline officers were joined by police service dog Nats, who successfully located a suspect hiding in the bushes a short distance away. The incident remains under investigation. If you have any information about this or any other criminal offense, please contact the RCMP at 250-561-3300. This is After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. So, Ken, Handy Circle Resource Society, the Can Do event. Uh, Yes, first question, what is Can Do? Can Do is uh, an opportunity for, and it was originally named, people with disabilities to get out of their homes and... Mm -hmm. Uh, as a spring icebreaker, actually. Okay, hang on a second. I don't know quite how to mention this, Ken. A spring icebreaker, it's the middle of October. Right. 
uh, <laughs> early in our history, it started in May. Ah, okay, okay. Just wanted to know, if, just wanted to check to see if you knew something about the coming winter that I didn't. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> with this fall, we could have oh, anything happen yes. at Orange Church, you know. <laughs> yes, so it's a chance for the people to get out, socialize, obviously with other people who are differently abled, with a lot of them, is it a chance then to renew friendships that they may be, maybe people they haven't seen since the last can do? Well, this will be, yes. Yes. Uh, we have been two years without. Ooh. Oh, uh, I'm betting that's because we're of... We're just coming out of this pandemic. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, next big question, I guess. When is can do? Can do this year is... Uh, let me let me think. Uh, the, the date escapes me right <laughs> at the moment, but uh, it's here on the ticket that I have in front of me someplace. <laughs> uh, October 30th. October 30th. So that's coming up pretty quick. Now, with it being October the 30th, are you suggesting to people that there might be a bit of a Halloween theme to it? Yes. Uh, they're encouraged to dress up in a non-scary costume. Oh, so I can't come as myself. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, where where is it being held as well, just for people to know? At the Seniors Recreation Center on 10th Avenue. Uh, pardon me. Um, yes, uh, 1692 10th Avenue. Okay. Recreation yeah, that's the um, is that the one that they call ECRA? ECRA, oh, right. yes. Okay, okay. And now, what's what's going to be happening at Can Do? Like, I'm going to take a wild guess. There's going to be food. Okay, we have Peggy Joe and John Zettel. They have provided their DJ services okay. and taught some line services. I'm sure we've got them this year. Yeah. St. John's Ambulance attendees were always present as a security message. The Elks Elastic Band has entertained us for many years, mm -hmm. and we've always had some kind of craft activities, bingo and stuff like that going on in the background for mm -hmm. entertainment. And then I know, sorry, and then I know ECRA itself has a very good um, dining facility, if you will. So, are they providing the meal? Uh, yes. Okay. That works out nicely. Yeah, it's going to be a fairly decent meal this year. Mm. Uh, it always is, but uh, even better this year, I'm hoping. Mm -hmm. Now, are there going to be any giveaways or anything like that during the event? There always is. Mm. Um, I'm sure we'll have um, door draws, door prize draws, mm -hmm. and whatnot. Okay. And now, um, people who come there, some of them, their um, their disability may not allow them to drive. They may be able to get a ride down. Is there a way that you can ensure that everybody can get home again safely? Yes. Uh, if they can get to the event, uh, mm -hmm. we have many services such as Handy Dart and Taxi. Yeah. Um, we can provide and offer them a, a way home uh, via taxi. Okay. Now, how, how many 
again, you'd have to go back a couple of years for this. How many people normally come out to Can-Do? Hard to say. Uh, probably between 100 and 200. Wow. That's a, that's a that's a very good turnout, isn't it? It was. We got <laughs> we got to see what's going to happen this year. Yes. Yeah, I'm wondering if you you probably have some of the regulars, if you will, and you might even have some people who maybe in the past maybe didn't come out, but now they're thinking I would like to be able to see people on a regular basis again, and they might decide, yeah, I'm going to do it this year. Well, I hope so. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, now the the um, the resource society itself. How how many people do you operate with? We have two staff members, and we have quite a few volunteers. Mm-hmm. And then it so it, it's very much a storefront operation, literally. Pretty much, yes. Um, since the pandemic, we're going to carry on post-pandemic with the doorbell at the entrance and mm-hmm. the front door locked. Mm-hmm. Um, just because Prince George is a place where anything can and usually does happen. <laughs> it's a lot safer in the building. Yes. So now, if people want to get tickets for Can Do, how do they go about doing it? Well, they can call us at 250 That'll confirm whether we're here or not Uh or book an appointment for Fridays. Mm -hmm. Our hours are 9 a.m. in the morning, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Tuesday till noon, Wednesday till 2, and Thursday till 4. You have to phone, and there's no answer for whatever reason, they can just leave a message and you guys will get back to them. You betcha. If it's during okay. uh, office hours, we've stepped out for a minute yep. and um, we'll get back to you when we return. Now, just in case it comes up, is there a limit to how many tickets you've got available for Can Do? Well, my pile is growing smaller. It starts <laughs> at 119 here and goes to 149 there, okay. 150 there. So, okay, so you can get your guess on there about 40, I think, 40, 45 now. Okay. And you're still, what, two weeks out, basically. So, um, yeah, people should maybe get their tickets fairly quick. You betcha. Okay. Um, now, if somebody were to drop by, ring the doorbell, obviously, to make sure you guys were there and everything, can they just get the tickets right from you guys? Yes. Okay. So they don't have to phone ahead or anything. Well, they can. It yeah. doesn't hurt. No. Okay. Um, Ken Byron, Handy Circle Resource Society. So, again, when and where is the Can-Do event? The Can-Do event is at Accra. Okay. And it is on October the 30th, I think? Pardon me, October 29th at 4 p.m., 4 to 9. Oh, okay, so it's a nice early event. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Ken Byron, Handy Circle Research Society, thank you very much for taking the time to bring us up to date on the Society and the Can Do event. Thank you very much for hosting me. Okay. Um, Yeah. And you have a great afternoon. You too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye now.
So um, that will about wrap it up for today's show. I believe Kylie Lewis Holt should be back in tomorrow after having a break last week while I did school board interviews. So she'll be in tomorrow after nine. After nine is a weekday presentation of CFIS FM. After nine is produced by Alan Wishart, Eric Allen, Kylie Lewis Holt, Trudy Clausen, and Rez Krebs. Executive producer is Reg Fair with technical assistance from Stephen Smith. Theme music is by The Ebbs. For a rebroadcast of today's program, check out the podcast link at cfisfm.ca. To provide feedback or suggestions for the show, please email cfisfm at yahoo.ca. This is 93.1 CFISFM Prince George, proudly supported by community groups like the BC Association of Community Response Networks, stopping adult abuse and neglect together.